Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. You in good hands? Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Yeah, I mean, I think that once we get into a, a, a normal rhythm, which, um, you know, finals throws you off the rhythm, it wasn't that long ago where we had we did not have a Christmas break. I mean, when I played, we, we never went home for Christmas, and I know at Nevada, at least the first year or two, we, there was no Christmas break. I think the guys have done great. I mean, we've been able to go two-a-days prior to the last game. We've gone two-a-days, you know, since we came back from, from our, our Christmas break, and it's allowed us to clean some things up offensively. You know, it's allowed allowed us to do prep, allowed us hopefully to, to see some of the holes that we have in areas that we have to have growth in. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors got HB on the ones and twos as we broadcast live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is an easy Friday show, folks. It is Time for the weekend, and I know it's New Year's weekend. A lot of you are going to have a three-day weekend, maybe in a four-day weekend, or maybe you've had all week off and you're going to start the celebrations early. But we're going to make it as easy as possible for all of you today. And, of course, we want to hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. After me on Twitter, at Buzz, John, and Neighbors. And we're going to have a loaded show for you. Because with all the sporting events going on right now, we got to talk about them all. And we have Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South joining us at around 1.30. Talk to him about bowl games, and especially with the SEC and how they're competing, not only so far, but right now as Kentucky and Clemson are actually in the middle of a bowl game. So we'll talk about that with him. We'll also have Steve Sullivan of KATV joining us, as he always does on Friday. We'll talk to him about Razorback basketball, some football stuff, everything going on in the state. Get his thoughts on bowl season. And then Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio will join us in the 3 o'clock hour. So it's going to be a loaded show for you all, and we look forward to hearing from you. So it's going to be it's going to be a crazy one, too, because as you know, and as I know it's been talked about for a long time, this is my final show here on Out of Bounds. And uh, I want everybody to know that uh, HB has been very emotional. He's been crying in the backdrop here, and he's going to – listen, I get it, man. I get it. You're going to be missing me. I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, I think our listeners know better than that, man. Yeah, I know. They they do, and I do too. Everybody does. But it is it is going to be bittersweet today because – and I don't want to try to make it all about you know me leaving, but you know, being the final show and the final show of the year too, it's kind of like a – I don't want to say perfectly timed because I don't think there's some such uh, a deal there. But it's almost like a coincidence. It's like – Hey, you know, this is the final show of the week, of the month, of the year, yeah. and for me here on Out of Bounds. So, uh, how many years has it been, man? About four. No. And then, yeah, four. I think I came in the first week, the first Monday of February of 2020. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, that was, exactly. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting month. Uh-huh. Maybe the craziest month in the world. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, I remember uh, the the circumstances I took over for. Was yeah, that interesting. Was crazy too. That was interesting, and it was one of those deals where, at my previous spot, I was I wanted the job, and when Acre called me about the job, and I, I was fortunate enough to to get the job, he's like, "All right, well, I need you here in uh, uh I need you here in about nine days." It's like, oh, "Okay," so I had to pick up everything I had in Fort Smith and move down here as quickly as possible and make it all work. And I did my final show uh, at my previous spot on that Friday, and then that Monday. I did the show here. So it was just a, a quick, quick transition wow. for, for how it all worked out. And then, yeah, about, I guess, four or five weeks later, COVID hit. Man. So, yeah, I got off to a roaring start here uh, on, the, on the show. Well, and see, a lot of people may or may not remember, this wasn't your first go-round here at Signal Media. No, so it wasn't. Technically, you know, if you, you, if you combine everything together, it's been a little bit longer, but... 
No, just as far as on air with the mm-hmm. one to four slide. Yeah, I guess it hasn't been that long. But yeah, this this wasn't your first stint with the buzz. So you've no. been you've been in and out a couple of times. So and it makes me feel I don't know how to feel about that. Where it's like, hey, you're just this is your second time leaving. Well, that's a good but, thing that you know they let you come back mm-hmm. and then you can potentially come back. Who who knows what the future may hold? Third time's a charm. That's what know? they say. Yeah, so. maybe maybe coming back at some point in time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've I've uh, I've it's amazing this journey that has happened and how. No, it's four years, but it doesn't seem like it's been. It seems like it's been so quick. Well, you know, I mean, it's cliche to say, but time flies when you're having fun. That's true. Say. And I tell people all the time, just just working in radio, working in media, we we don't really work. Uh, it's it's you know, it, everybody has you know busy days here and there. But For sure. I mean, our our jobs are just wrapped up in sports. Mm-hmm. That's that it doesn't get any better than that. The only thing better than this is actually playing the sports. We're we're talking about the sports, so it's we we don't really work, man. No. We, no. We, we don't. There's no such thing as work here. It's nah. it's more just a, a hobby or for fun. You know, and we just happen to get a you know a paycheck for yeah, it. When, they when pay we, us every now and then. Yeah, so, yeah. Know, I, we we can't complain too much about the the positions we have. But no, it it, it really is. You know, talk about being grateful. It, it's one of the best jobs to have. It is. It, it is. Like, and I've uh, I'm not just saying this because it is my last day, but. Uh, you know, at the end of the show, kind of go through a little rant there, but it is one of those deals to where I wake up and my man, you know, the fact that I get to do this for a living is, is just an awesome thing and an awesome feeling because not everybody, I'm not naive enough to think that everybody out there just loves what they do for a job and loves and has a passion for it and, you know, gets to wake up with the same attitude and energy that all of us get to do here. But, you know, we're very fortunate to do that oh, sure. and, and to be able to have it each and every day that, you know, we again, you said we talk about sports, and we're going to watch sports, and you know, so it's not like we have to really go above and beyond to figuring out what we're going to do. It's like you you watch them and you react to them and you respond to them and you create things, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But it's just a matter of surrounding it about around some around a game. Yeah, is you know because we're still the fun and game station, right? That's still oh, our that's, moniker. That's still the tag. Okay. I, I haven't deleted those liners yet. I've, okay. I've been told to, but. <laughs> Just, just let them ride for a little bit longer. I always thought it was a good thing, fun and games, man. Fun and games is what it needs to be because that's what it's all about. For sure. That's what it's all about. So, But uh, we'll have some fun, though, uh, here on the show, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be making it possible to uh, have some fun in an easy time because, again, there's a lot of things happening with bowl season. they got the NFL game last night that we'll talk about, and we'll have some, uh, some great guest work, too. But uh, we already have uh, some people on the uh, phone lines calling in a little bit early. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's uh, – Hopefully it's uh, people that uh, are going to be nice. It's going to be nice. I don't. I actually don't care if they're nice or not. I've I've seen it all. But uh, still, it's it's going to be something to where at the end of the show is when uh, I kind of give my final goodbyes. But uh, everyone's been so great and so awesome and just talking with everybody. So can't wait to see uh, how everyone's going to feel about. It. But either way, um, we have uh, let's see the update here on the uh, Kentucky Clemson game. Kentucky's up twenty-one to ten. They. We're only up 14 to 10 at halftime, but then the opening kickoff from the from halftime, and the third quarter at least, Kentucky took it to the house. So 21 to 10 uh, for this game. We'll have some more games too uh, in bowl season, and all that plays out. But that NFL game last night, I don't know if anybody watched it. I actually didn't, and I'm a Jets fan because I just did not care. I did not care about that game. I do not care about the the Browns and the Jets. I'm just kind of hoping they lose all the games humanly possible because that means that they're gonna hopefully get a better draft pick. But I, I, that really didn't have any of my attention. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I was watching bowl games last night. And the, the Pop-Tart Bowl was one of the funniest things I've seen. And you know, we talked about it yesterday, even the day before, about bowl games and how funny it is. And uh, to see not only how the games play out in the wild and crazy atmospheres of all of it, but to just see how it goes with the mascots and the type of fun that they try to have and you know it's so absurd because it has nothing to do with anything but when i got to see yesterday in a game a whole game that's sponsored by pop darts which by the way we don't talk enough about pop darts i have never run into anybody that's ever said you know what i don't like pop tarts or did not grow up on pop tarts (laughs) <laughs> like everybody loves pop tarts. I don't know. I think it's a couple people in the building. I'm not gonna say any names, but there's people that don't like pop tarts. Pretty sure some people don't like pop tarts around. Man, that's a shame. Like the, the different flavors, because I, I know that you you're a big food guy. Come on now. So did you did you always heat them up, or did you just eat them straight out of the package? You know, in my younger days, because I'm almost forty now, so I'm old and crusty. But in my <laughs> younger days. It was all about toasting them. It, it yeah. really was. I had to have the toaster. But then when I got to college, it was like just grab it and go. 
it's cold, it's fine, or even a couple flavors that I'd rather have super cold. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we started changing up the game as we went along. But no, Pop-Tarts are a classic. Yeah. Game. I used to have it to where I, I'd put them in the toaster and then they pop up. And But what if I did them warm, it had to ha- I had to have milk with it. Oh, I mean, always, regardless. But, but, but when I were just, you know, room temperature, I'd just eat them. No, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know milk. why. Because, so was it the strawberry, like the classics, or did you go with... See, strawberry, you know, frosted strawberry is always going to be the, the go-to. It's like red Kool-Aid. It's the default. But yeah. um, I didn't mind the wild berry, you know, the, the milkshake yeah. kind. You know, they kind of switched it up. They got the little apple kind now. And I yeah. was a big fan of, like, the... The the blueberry. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't just, that. You know, it just wasn't my vibe. Cherry was more my my vibe, and yeah. uh, apple cinnamon. I think is the other oh, yeah, ones yeah. too. Uh, but either way, there was a pop tarts bowl last night, and they you had a dancing pop tart that came out of a toaster. Wait, what? Yeah, like it looked like you remember the Super Bowl where I forgot which year it was, but when Michael Jackson kind of popped up and rose and he stood there for a long time and didn't say anything well not to the extent but it reminded me of that because he just rose up and it's he's just a dancing pop tart well you gotta have fun with i, I yeah. saw their trophy was that actually the trophy because i saw yes. a picture of it so it had pop tart sticking out of the yes trophy. that's fantastic and they, and they had a massive pop tart that they could eat the team that won could eat <laughs> and it was it was i'm like you know what that's what it needs to be about right yeah. there the bowl season needs to be fun stuff where it's yeah it's games that don't matter it's games where there's a lot of players that aren't even playing People may be excited to be there, but teams may be disappointed. But for the fans and everybody, just make it absurd. Make it crazy. Make it weird. Uh, I mean, you're playing, it's Kansas State and NC State. Like, <laughs> like who's going to be caring so much about it? Who's going to be watching that? But Kansas State did win 28-19. to But it's like, I didn't even care about the score. I just thought it was great because they had Pop-Tarts dancing around and having a good time with it. I thought that was the most important thing about it. But you definitely got to have fun with it. Like you said, a lot of people, you, you have some people who just, you know, engulf themselves with all the bowl games. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people just kind of checking in, checking out. And that, that's what you do it for, for that crowd. who just want yeah. a little bit of entertainment, you know, just to kind of enjoy what they're seeing. Not really too worried about the game but yeah I, I thought the trophy was cool yeah I, at first i didn't think it was real and then i looked and said like, oh so that actually is the trophy with yeah. pop tarts hanging out of it it's pretty awesome I'm, I'm again i am so happy that they're at least embracing the absurdity of bowl games and having fun with the mascots and and, and everything but that was uh that was a pop tarts bowl you also have the alamo bowl where arizona beat oklahoma 38 24 you had the wasabi fenway bowl and the bad boys mowers pinstripe bowl which both played in red Sox where the Boston Red Sox play in Fenway, and then where the Yankees play, uh, respectively, uh, there in New York. And the Pretty weather... Awesome. Oh, but, uh, yeah, it was awesome until you saw what the weather was. It was literally cold, and I think it was like 38 degrees, oh, raining. Oh, well, crap. And the wind was like 20 miles an hour yeah, from the north. Yeah, that's tough. pretty tough. If it was just cold, it'd be fine. But you have cold, and then you add the, the rain, that's, that's, that's a little... There's bit nothing tough. worse in my mind than a sporting event of any type, or just weather in general, where it's so cold but it's not cold enough to snow because then it's like well, with snow there's some fun about it and, and it's easier to go out in and, and you know the wind's not blowing nearly as, as much and you know there's just a, and it's a uniqueness because it doesn't happen as often but when it's th- pretty much the same cold weather but it's just pouring rain and the wind's coming in there's yeah it's nothing worse it sounds like arkansas to me to be honest we we get cold weather that's painful and no snow all the time I, that's I, a, it's like the norm, kind of like right now. It's like what is it, like thirty-eight degrees outside? Something like that, I think. Yeah, maybe a little bit warmer now. Yeah, I don't like. I I mean, I'm the type that would wear shorts if I could, but yeah, it's it's. Oh me. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be as comfortable as possible, but yeah, the, those bowl games all happened yesterday, and the weather was terrible. But uh, you know, I guess playing in a major league baseball park for I mean, if Arkansas played in the Fenway Bowl, I'd probably want to go to Boston, yeah. even if the weather was bad. It's about the locations now. The bowl game that's in Montgomery, Alabama, probably doesn't do much for me, going to be honest. But <laughs> You're not going to make a, a trip out there real quick for that bowl game? I do not care about the capital of Alabama. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Yeah. But it's like when Arkansas went to Tampa at the Outback Bowl a couple years ago, that was awesome. Like, Tampa's cool, and the weather was beautiful. It's like 78 degrees, and couldn't ask for anything better. And then going to Memphis last year, it's like, eh, it's close in proximity. Yeah. But it's not Tampa, though. No, it's not Tampa. It's not Tampa. You're not, you're not playing in an NFL stadium, and... And doing that, uh, but like you know, the Texas Bowl the, when Arkansas was supposed to go a few years ago when they played TCU or supposed to play TCU uh, in Houston. Like play, I feel like you either have if to be a bowl game that I want to play in, other than the college football playoff or being in a prestigious bowl game itself. You got to have one or two things. You either got to have a destination city or you got to have an NFL stadium. Like one or the other. One or the other. Or both would be nice. You know, but one or the other because like you know the Houston uh, bound on the Houston for the Texas Bowl. You're six and six, like most of the time. You're not 
It's not anything that's going to be extravagant. But you're playing in an NRG stadium where the Texans play. Like, you know it's going to be a nice day. It's going to be domed, so you don't have to worry about it. Like, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, same thing, you know, going to Tampa. Like, Tampa, not, it's, a, it's a cool city. I really like Tampa. But it's also playing in an NFL stadium that makes it a lot of fun. Uh, the Belk Bowl, it's in Charlotte. It's like, eh. But you're playing where the Panthers play. So it's an NFL stadium. So, like, you've got to have one or the one other or the for other. me. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It's kind of like the same thing in, in the NCAA tournament in basketball. Uh, most of the time, not always, but most of the time, the first weekend of games is in random places. Like this upcoming year, there was one in Omaha, there's one in <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, just like, ugh, whatever. But when you get to the second round, though, you got where the Mavericks play. Oh, yeah, start kicking up a notch. You got Crypto where the Lakers play. You got TD Garden where the Celtics play. And then I know it's not the Palace anymore where the Pistons play, but whatever it's called now. Yeah. But you get, it's like, okay. That's what it should be. When you, when you get to a point, it's like you've got to have some sort of awesome arena or awesome city. Something appealing to make it to where it's like, okay, yeah, we didn't win a national championship, but we're going to a bowl game. The fans are going to go there. Let's make it something, either a destination or a nice game or, or a nicer stadium or both. And there's just not enough of those, I feel like. Well, uh, you know, sometimes you just have no choice. You've got to get it in where you can. And, of course, you know, a lot of these teams would rather be playing in some of the other places mm-hmm. to just, you know, attract more attention. But sometimes, man, and, and now I don't, I don't remember how many bowl games is it? Like, what's the number? Do oh, you know? dude, it's, it's stupid amounts. I mean, I, there's enough to where, because I think there's 130 college football teams, and I think there's enough for half the teams to get to a bowl game. God. So, was that? It would be half. I'm, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Around 60 teams, so about 30 bowl games, something like that, 30-some odd. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of bowl games. So that's what I'm saying. You got you got to find a spot to actually even have the game at, <laughs> but it's that's a lot of bowl games. It, yeah. it really is. And, and are they going to extend the bowl games whenever this uh, college playoff uh, starts? Are they going to add a few more bowl games over it, there? If they can make money. Well, then they they're better. going to, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Because if you can ever ask a question about anything in college football, if, hey, are they going to do this? Are they going to change? Do, can they make more money? Then yes, they will do it. They'll they'll find a way to do it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. But uh, we're gonna keep it moving on the Easy Friday show, folks. Connor O'Gara, Saturday Night South. He's gonna join us next. We'll talk to him about bowl games. Get his thoughts and opinions on the dancing pop tarts. Uh, you know, which I know is important. What everyone wants to watch and hear about. But hey, we're gonna keep it moving on an Easy Friday show. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Take a while, but I'll prove it's true. Well, if it's loving you want, well, I've got it. If it's money you want, then I'll get it. I'll buy you tall. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. Sports Center. There was plenty of college football bowl action on Thursday, and the game of the day may have been the last game of the day. Number 14, Arizona, scored 25 unanswered points in the second half. They beat number 12, Oklahoma, 38-24. At the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio, Arizona quarterback Noah Fafita threw for 354 yards and two touchdowns. Elsewhere yesterday, Avery Johnson threw for 178 yards and two touchdowns. He ran for another to lead number 25, Kansas State, to a 28-19 win over number 18, NC State at the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Rutgers beat Miami 31-24 in the Pinstripe Bowl. And Boston College beat SMU 23-14 at the Fenway Bowl. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in Central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Ring in the new year with River Valley Tractor. In Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Visit RiverValleyTractor.com today. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Looking for easy holiday gifts for the adults on your shopping list? You're in luck, and so are they. The Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is a winner wonderland. 
Scratch-off tickets make great gifts and start at only a buck. And players win more than a million dollars every day. Share the gift of winning with everyone on your list. Give Scratch-offs. They're easy fun with a chance of easy money. Join the winner wonderland. Gift, scratch, and win today. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text DIG to 42424 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text DIG to 42424. That's DIG to 42424. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Hey folks, this is Trey Johnson with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs, and we have a big New Year's sale going on. All current inventory has been marked down like a 23 Delta 32-foot 24K trailer down over $3,000. A Good Guys 35 plus 5 20K trailer marked down over $3,000 under MSRP. All these trailers come with a one-year factory warranty. We have financing for everyone, whether you have good credit or bad credit. Come see why so many people are choosing to buy from HJ Trailer Sales. Check us out at Facebook or at hjtrailersales.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is hamburger steak for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with mashed potatoes for just $4.49 per pound. Guadney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60 plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff. Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or shop them online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. At GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can check out their inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. You can even appraise a vehicle on GuadneyChevrolet.com. See just how much your vehicle is worth. Guadney Chevrolet is given thousands over book value on trade-ins. And also, you can sell a vehicle to Guadney Chevrolet. Check out the new Suburbans and Tahoes, along with Silverado, Blazer, Equinox, and my favorite, Malibu. Guadney Chevrolet also has convenient Saturday service hours from 7 a.m. till noon. So if you need to get a vehicle service, contact Guadney Chevrolet for that as well. Guadney Chevrolet is located off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Ellis out front had it knocked away, got it back, drives the paint to the rim. It's good and one. How about that? L. Ellis, quick as a hiccup. On 1037 The Buzz. It's Out of Bounds here on an easy Friday show. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. Getting you ready for the end of the year or the New Year celebration. I always wonder if it's the end of the year celebration or... I honestly couldn't tell you one way or the other. But uh, we're going to keep it moving and talk a little bowl season as it's uh, going on right now. I love having games in the middle of the day. It's awesome. I love having games in the middle of the day. And there's no better person to have on to talk more about it than... Our guy Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South joining us now as 
Uh, I'm sure he's enjoying every bowl season, especially the uh, Pop-Tarts and dancing and everything like that. What's up, Connor? Hey, man, yeah, uh, look, I, I, I didn't necessarily think I'd go into this bowl season feeling like an edible Pop-Tart <laughs> mascot was the number one thing that I've seen. But, you know, you just got to go with the flow in bowl season. That's, that's kind of the name of the game. And last night in the beautiful city of Orlando, um, I, I think that a, a certain Pop-Tart stole the nation's hearts. And we just need to be grateful for that. As weird as this bowl season has been, uh, that that is not something that that we should necessarily scoff at. I know. I agree. I agree. We were actually talking about pop tarts. Like I, I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough on how great they are. And as a kid, man, I, I was a big pop tart guy. Were you a pop tart kid? And also, what was the go to flavor for you if you were? I was. I was a frosted strawberry guy. Okay. Um, Old classic. Yes. Look, the Pop-Tart is the ultimate food that you have when you sleep over at a friend's house, right? Oh, yeah. It is not the, it is not the food that your parents want to buy you for breakfast, but it is always the food that you're able to grab quickly because, like, your friend wasn't going to make you breakfast. He wasn't going to sit there and whip you up some eggs when you're in seventh grade. But right. you can get a Pop-Tart. It's easy. You put, you put them in the toaster. I, I am a, a big proponent uh, of the Pop-Tart in, in the right spot, and... Look, if there's anybody that, that that is that is sitting there last night going, man, this is just really, really bad, it's, it's probably Toaster Strudels. I, I would assume a really rough day for Toaster Strudels, really rough week I feel like it's been for Toaster Strudels. Man. If they don't have a bowl game next year in response to all this pub that Pop-Tarts have been getting, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, I listen, I, I fully agree, and I forgot all about the toaster strudels. Can't go wrong with those. But, hey, having to keep them frozen and then having to actually like cook them in a certain way, it was a lot more work than the Pop-Tarts, man, so they got some catching up to do. But that's what's so funny, because my whole point was we're talking about Pop-Tarts. You know, we don't, we're don't. we not talking about this if it's you know kind of the usual bowl games of uh, being sponsored and everything and whatnot. But we know that bowl games – as time has gone on, has lost its significance as far as what it does for teams, what it does for coaches, what it does for college football in general. Now with the playoff expanding, it's going to be even less so. But I at least appreciate bowl games that embrace the unhinged absurdity of like, hey, let's just make this crazy. Let's just go wild. Let's have dancing mascots. Let's have swinging gate plays on extra points. You know, Let's have a bunch of random players play that we never really even heard of. I think that's what's going to make bowl season a lot more fun if it's just instead of trying to be viewed as how it used to be, let's view it as a new thing where it's it's madness and it's chaos and it's crazy and you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, we just need to change our perspective a little bit. And it's okay to be bummed. Like, I'm bummed that Florida State and Georgia, a game that if it's played at any other time during the, during the regular season, it's an awesome game mm-hmm. that, that we're getting super excited for. And instead, we have all these opt-outs, portal guys. The portals really hurt this more than, than the opt-outs itself. But, I mean, the, the reality is, is that we, we are looking at this from a perspective of 2003 if we still think that it, it's a bummer and, and, and the system is totally broken there's still positives to be gained from this. And I think you look at the game that'll, that'll be played on New Year's Day with Tennessee and Iowa as an example of what this can become. Okay, so Tennessee had an 8-4 seed. Joe Milton opts out. I put opts out in air quotes hmm. because it felt more like a benching. They wanted to be able to move on to Nico Iamaleava, who is a very highly regarded five-star true freshman, and see what you have in him. In a bowl game like that, you get an opportunity to do something like that. Clemson did it last year with Kate Klubnick. We're seeing teams across college football that get true freshmen in there and get them valuable reps, and that's fun to see. And even though it doesn't feel like the magnitude is as great as it once was, there's still something to be taken from a lot of these games. And to me, I think it's still a great time of year. And we have football on a no Friday afternoon. I will never complain about that. No, not at all. In fact, with uh, Kentucky Clemson happening right now, it was 21-10. to Clemson just scored a touchdown, and they're going for two. Don't get it. Sorry if I just spoiled that for you, Connor, if you're on a delay. But uh, now Kentucky's up 21-16 into the fourth quarter. So just like, for, let's look at this game specifically. Does this game do anything for e- either team? Because if I'm a Kentucky fan, not saying seven and five is a disappointment, but I think people may have been hoping for a little bit more this year to Kentucky. And with Clemson, they went eight and four. Consider the expectations that they always had. It's definitely not living up to the ones that they've had going to a playoff and winning a national championship. So for this particular bowl game, 
I mean, and two teams that may be disappointed of where they're at, do you think that there's anything that can be taken from it? Absolutely. I think for Kentucky, the way that they can finish the season, yeah, I was on a little bit of a delay. I got a pulled up streaming on ESPN right now. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, no, you're good. You're good. I saw Kentucky stop the two-point conversion attempt. Um, but this has been a really entertaining game, by the way, so far. Chunk plays, kind of going back and forth a little bit. I think it's a meaningful game for Kentucky because they they had a an SEC uh, they had an SEC slate that was, in my opinion, really forgettable. It was disappointing. The the, ba- the bottom half of their schedule was so difficult going in, and a team that didn't really look the part when they got off to that great start. They, they struggled down the stretch. They never really figured things out until they got to that Louisville game, and it's it's crazy to see what they've been able to do and what they could be talking about. To end, to end this season with two wins against what are considered premier ACC programs and what that means for Mark Stoops, which, like, look, I'm old enough to remember when Kentucky getting the eight wins was unheard of. So it's all about perspective, I, I think, and you know they still have a lot of those young pieces on the offensive side of the ball, and they should be set up to have a really intriguing team next year with Brock Vandegrift. Those receivers coming back from the outside, Barry and Brown has already got two touchdowns in the game, Dane Key, who has the other one for him. So, yeah, I think there's plenty to be gained for, for Kentucky and probably plenty to be gained for Clemson, too. I mean, Clemson's not really in a position where it can it can say that games don't matter anymore. I mean, every win is, is paramount for the Tigers and for the Tyler from Spartanburgs of the world. I think that you just want to see Dabo look the part against a quality opponent. Speak with Connor Regera of Saturday Down, uh, South here on Out of Bounds. Uh, Connor, the game that is I'm not going to say it's the first like big matchup, but I believe it's the first top 10 matchup that we've seen in a bowl season. It's happening tonight in the uh, Cotton Bowl between Missouri and Ohio State. Now, Ohio State, we know about their expectations and not making it to the playoff, but Missouri, man, they're playing like crazy right now, and we know what they're doing in the offseason with the portal and all that, so they got a lot of momentum. I'm, I'm not saying that Missouri's going to win this game, but it has been interesting, at least here on Bet Saracen, uh, here in Arkansas, the line has moved back and forth at a time that was Ohio State was heavily favored. Then it switched over to Missouri. Now it's back over to Ohio State favored by five. Can you explain like why that is the case, why it's been moving all over the place, and also just what do you think of the matchup itself between these two teams? Yeah, John, I, I have no idea why this line has been as crazy as it's been because we knew pretty early on Kyle McCord wasn't going to be playing in this game, and we also knew that Ohio State was going to have a bunch of opt-outs. Unless we're, we're going to find out Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to put on his cape and play in this football game. I, I, I don't know. To me, I, I don't know why that line has moved so much just with the news that Travion Henderson's playing in this game. Looks like Ohio State's going to have some of those secondary pieces available. But on the Mizzou side, it really hasn't changed a whole lot. I mean, they're a little bit banged up on defense. They, they could actually be getting healthier on that side of the ball. But, you know, you, you still kind of know what to expect from Mizzou. They're still going to have Cody Trader out there. They're still going to have Brady Cook, who's going to be throwing passes to Luther Burden the third, or hopefully he's going to be healthy in this game. My question is, Mizzou might be like, or should we be talking about Mizzou as the better team at full strength than Ohio State? Hmm. That's, a, that's a crazy thing to think about for somebody like myself. I had Ohio State winning a national championship coming into this year. I have Mizzou going 6-6, six and six, and here we are in bowl season, and I'm saying, I, I think Mizzou is just a better overall team. They have more ways to beat you. And knowing that, that they're not going to have a backup quarterback like Ohio State will have Devin Brown, yeah, I, I think that Mizzou should be favored in this matchup. I, I think Mizzou wins this game tonight, and I, I think that this this year of Eli Drinkwitz kind of quieting the doubters, I think it culminates with, with beating Ohio State. So let's look at the games that do matter on the grand scheme. The semifinals, we know Alabama-Michigan. We know Washington-Texas. You've been talking about it, writing about it, studying it up, everything. Just I'm looking at it as the Alabama-Michigan game, I like Alabama in it. And it has, you could say it's SEC bias or whatever, but I just giving Nick Saban that much time and knowing what's at stake, it's hard to bet against him. But then in the Texas-Washington game, I was like, I could see this game going 18 different ways. I could see it being high-scoring. I could see it being low-scoring. I could see it being uh, a back-and-forth. I could see it being uh, a blowout on one side, cause just because it's just un- so uncertain. But what do you think actually transpires in these semifinals and who plays in the national championship this year? I think we get an Alabama-Texas rematch of 2009 and earlier in this season. I, I, I think we get that that game. But do we get a couple of entertaining games? I think so, just because this playoff field, it, I mean, we were going into conference championship weekend. You're like, are there six or seven teams still that can win a national championship? And I think this playoff field is, is 
scrutinized as it was for leaving out Florida State, I, I think that's kind of what we're expecting it to yield, and, and I, I hope it does because you know Texas checks the most boxes in terms of a team that looks like a national champ. I mean, they check more boxes, in my opinion, than Michigan and Alabama. It doesn't mean Texas will win a national championship, but what they have built up front with that defensive line, it's nasty. And I think that that's going to give them the advantage against Washington, who has the Joe Moore award-winning offensive line to box for Michael Fenix Jr., who's just been a revelation. Uh, but I, I think Texas should have the advantage just because they have so many different weapons, and the guys that they have on the outside with Xavier Worthy and A.D. Mitchell, the, the playoff hero, A.D. Mitchell, the former Georgia transfer, I think he has a big-time game in that matchup. And then, you know, Alabama in this spot as an underdog is so unique. I mean, this is probably if they are an underdog when that ball is kicked, it'll be the sixth time in the last 15 years that the Tide are underdogs in a football game. And they're 4-1 in those games. I mean, think about it. Not, not 4-1 covering the spread. Four and one outright. The lone game they lost was the national championship against Georgia a couple of years ago, a game in which they led in the fourth quarter. I think Alabama can trail at halftime and win this football game. I, I don't think that J.J. McCarthy has been pushed in the way that Alabama will push him, and I think that Jalen Milrow is easily the best quarterback that Michigan has faced this year, even though they've got to 13-0 and in really impressive fashion, having not trailed in a game later than 11 minutes <laughs> in the, yeah. left in the second quarter. It's, it's wild, so... Yeah, I'll take a Michigan-Texas rematch in the national championship. Right. Or I'll take an Alabama-Texas rematch. That's what I meant to say. Okay, so well, I'll, and we'll end on this one. If Alabama wins the national championship, what I don't think anyone would be surprised by, if they win it, it has to be Nick Saban's best coaching job this year, right? Because, listen, they, they've had a lot of great teams, and still Alabama, still got a lot of talent, but you know they, they've won before when it's come to having Heisman Trophy-winning quarterbacks, or at least that caliber. They, they've won before of... Uh, just being so much better across the board than everybody that they played because of talent-wise. But this is an Alabama team that had a lot of close calls. We know the Auburn game, the Arkansas game, for crying out loud. It, it, like There's been some close calls, but do you think that if they win the title this year, of all the titles, and there's a lot, it'll be Nick Saban's best coaching job of any season? It'll be the best in-season rebuilding job that he has done, no question the best in-game move that he's made in his career is still national championship 2017 to, to switch from Jalen Hurst to a son of Iloa and, and what it produced in that game is still, I mean, that, that's the stuff of legend. So it's, it's hard to definitively say that it's definitely his best coaching job. Um, but if they win a national championship, man, it's, it's hard to argue against it. You talk about the amount of close games that they've played in. Think about this. They have trailed at halftime four times this year. Even that 2000. Seven Alabama team, year one of the Nick Saban era. They only trailed three times at halftime during the regular season. Hmm. This team has gotten to this place with a September loss, despite the fact that they have been looking up at these deficits so often. And whether it's Tennessee or A&M or whoever, it doesn't matter. They just find a way, and they don't flinch. And to me, that's a testament of great coaching. We saw them not flinch in that SEC championship against Georgia, a game in which they didn't they didn't trail after what they were they were leading for the last 43 minutes of that game so yeah look it's hard to argue against it if they're able to win a national championship against a, a michigan team that's been number one in the country for well it feels like they've been number one in the country for a while but yeah look alabama winning another title it's hard to, to find new ways to praise nick saban but that would certainly be a, a new way to praise this season and the job that he's done going to be an awesome time. Can't wait to see these semifinals. Can't wait to see the rest of the bowl games. Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South. Connor, as always, man, we appreciate it. Have a great new year. Hopefully it's a great one for you. And stay off those iPads, man. You never know when Jim Harbaugh is watching. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Looking forward to what's next. All right. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, again, Connor O'Gara. You can follow him on Twitter or X at CJ O'Gara. And does a great job. All things SEC, especially college football. For Saturday Down South. We're going to take a break. When we come back. Mark the Magician's going to join us. We won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. The Rogers Family for Capital Business Machines. It's real important to keep going what uh, 
our dad has started. He had a good reputation and we want to continue that reputation. Business is about relationships and I think a lot of times it gets too corporate, too internet, too impersonal and we want to continue that legacy that, that our dad has, has started. Treat people right and they'll take care of you too. Contact us today for a free document assessment at catbiz.com. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer, and I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off 23 brand-new Ram Heavy Duties, never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers? We've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at RedRiverRam.com. The venue set. Families coming in from all over. It's your quinceañera. With all the excitement, it may be easy to overlook COVID-19. It's still a risk, and that's why it's muy importante to get this season's COVID-19 shot ahead of time. It helps protect against COVID-19, which can cause severe illness and hospitalization. So let's set the date, vaccinate, and celebrate. Learn about a vaccine option and book this season's updated COVID-19 shot today at ScheduleCovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Okay, next time you're at the store, I dare you to not think about the unmistakable, fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word, but let's be honest, you're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring because of its irresistible scent and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring today. Listen for Champs and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Little Rock next to H&M. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. About 46 years ago, Sports Illustrated featured one of its greatest covers in its long history. The high-flying Sidney Moncrief soaring by a helpless Texas Longhorn with the caption, High on the Hogs. The Little Rock native was a consensus first-team All-American and became an NBA All-Star for the Milwaukee Bucks. You could make a pretty compelling case that Hall of Famer Super Sid put Razorback basketball on the map. Folks have been high on the Hogs ever since. Ask your Double B's cashiers about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. And who doesn't need that? Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. I know when we can finally catch them Duke boys. <laughs> I love it. You got a new speed trap, Roscoe? No, boss. They'll be listening to Guatney Unplugged on Saturday at 9 a.m. on the bus. I'm going to cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. At Twin Peaks, sports and scenic views go hand in hand. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge with a menu to match. Pair any of our made-from-scratch menu items with a frosty 29-degree draft beer served by a beautiful Twin Peaks girl. And you're in for a legendary sports-watching experience. Twin Peaks has convenient seating inside and out. And a fire pit outside to keep you warm on those crisp, cool nights. And with the wall-to-wall TVs at Twin Peaks, you'll never miss a play. Catch all the sports this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, boxing, and UFC. It's all at Twin Peaks. You have two happy hours to choose from, one from 2 to 7, and another from 10 to close. Get lunch at Twin Peaks featuring savory soups, salads, and a variety of sandwiches. There's a contactless menu option, which means you just scan the QR code on your table and browse the menu. Order online courtesy of DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. 
Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in as uh, we got a lot to get to. We got a lot more guests. We got a lot more segments. And before you know it, it's going to be all over. So let's keep it moving as we welcome in one of our favorite guests. It's Mark the Magician. It's time for Mark the Magician, out of bounds horse racing handicapper. Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are. Mark the Magician joining us now. What's going on, Mark? Hey, good afternoon, John Neighbors. How are you on this final three days of 2023? Man, it is, uh, it's great. It's amazing that it's come to an end so quickly. I, it just feels like yesterday. You know, we were talking about uh, in January and in February, looking at bowl games and the Super Bowl, and here we are getting closer to the end and starting up another year. It's crazy how fast it's moved. Man, as you get older, they come faster. You, you very well know that. Not that you're old yet, but I'll <laughs> tell you what, they're going to come really quick. But here in Hot Springs, we're just getting started. We've only raced two weeks. We've got 19 more weekends, and this is one of the biggest weekends of the year. We're racing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with the Smarty Jones Stakes, the first three-year-old race of the year that gets points to the Kentucky Derby. So a big weekend here in Hot Springs, the casino and everything. Tearing it up these first five days at Oakland that we've raced so far. We've had a lot of winners, and I know I try to mention this once a year. People focus on these big fours and big fives because when you hit those suckers, it can take down your, your pool for the whole year. And if you'll just play all of my big fives straight, there's only two a day. If you'll just spend $1 on each of the big fives every day, that's $2 a day, 66 days, $132. When you knock them down, it's like hitting a five-team parlay in, in football, baseball, or basketball. When you hit that five-team parlay, boom, it's going to pay really well. We did that, of course, opening weekend, and a $1 one pays $1,800. So it doesn't have, you don't have to bet a lot of money to win a lot of money. You can bet a little to win a lot. That's always been my motto. And then once you've got a lot, you might step up a little bit. But don't go crazy early. Start out small, build up your bankroll, and then go for the big money after that. Great 10 race cards today, and there'll be a 10 race card Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and I'm ready to get to it when you are. And by the way, John, is this this your last day, or are you still going to hang around a couple more weeks? No, no, Mark, you are on the final show of Out of Bounds with me on it, man. So, yeah, this is my last day. 
All right. Well, it's been a great three and a half years, almost four years with you, you know. And, you know, every time you move through this show, you always go to something a little bit better and keep stepping up, stepping up, stepping up. And I know this won't be the last time we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk down the road somewhere at some radio station somewhere. I'm sure I'll be hearing from you. Maybe you'll be on television. You got the television face, John. You need to be on television, don't you think? Yeah, you know, everybody loves seeing my face because it gives them something that they want to punch. So, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find a way to keep uh, keep being on it. Now, stop comparing yourself to Justin Acre. You know, you're, you're not adjusting yet. You know, you're not adjusting yet. You're working up to it, but not yet. Let's go to race five today at Oakland Park. Race five, number two, Staten Flurry. He's the leading owner here at Oakland. Already won four races. In the first five days of racing, he's had four winners so far, going for his fifth win of the meet. Number two, Awesome Birdie. Number two, Awesome Birdie. Exactas and trifectas here in race five, 210.5 and 210.7. Box those up for exactas, box those up for tries. If you do a 50-cent trifecta on three horses, it's only $3, guys. Hit one in the first race today that paid eighty-four sixty. Another reason you can bet a little to win a lot. Going down to the featured ninth race today, John. Move on down to that ninth race. You've got them there on, pulled up on your screen, hopefully. Race nine, all the way on the outside. We're welcoming back Robertino Diodoro. He's back, got six in today, ran second with his first entry earlier. Race nine, number 12, heroic move. Heroic move in race nine today, 12, 9, 11, and 12, 9, 7. You can't make it to Hot Springs today. You can always go online and get my plays at boxthemagician.com. If you're coming over here, I'm right across the street from the track at the Crosswalk Bar and Grill. Been here every single day for the past eight years. Fifteen years before that, it was next door to Longshot. So right out 22 years since doing the tip sheet here and on 103.7 The Buzz. Taking you out the door, winner, when you're ready, John, unless you got some farewell Something to say, uh, I'll take you out the door winner, and we'll make some more money. Hey, take us out the door, man. It'll be perfectly timed. All right. Been great talking to you. We're going out the door winner. Ride with me on this one, God. Race 10, number 9, Jubella. Number 9, Jubella. Exactas and trifecta boxes in race 10 today. 9, 4, 10, and 9, 4, 8. That's in the nightcap at Oakland Park. I'll be here at 9.30 in the morning, Crosswalk Bar and Grill and have the winners for you all weekend right on through the 10 race card on Monday. John, but great talking to you. We'll see you down the road. Everybody have a happy new year, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it, Mark. As always, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you on throughout the racing season, man, and have a great new year, and keep it up, man. You're the best in the business of what you do, and we appreciate you being a part of Out of Bounds during it all, but uh, we look forward to hearing from you as well. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to take a break, though, when we come back. We'll not only have the top of the hour update, but we're going to have Steve Sullivan of KATV. He's going to join us. We'll discuss some of the other things going on in Razorback land, get his thoughts on bowl season, on recruiting. I don't know, man. We may get crazy with it. Basketball's happening tomorrow. Razorback basketball, final non-conference game. I'm sure we'll talk about that. But we're going to keep it moving here on the Easy Friday Show and Out of Bounds, so you better stay with us. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. 